0: Hi, good evening everyone and all those who have just joined us also, welcome to you all, all those that are new to this prayer group. Welcome once again and let's have the testimonies. Praise God. Who would like to give glory to God for done in their lives, not just today or this week but for any time, whenever he has done it, if you feel that gratitude in your heart today as you connect with him, unmute your mic, give him glory. Remember Revelations 12-11, they overcame the accuser by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. That is your word that you are going to speak today to overcome. Praise God. Who wants to go first?
1: Brother, I will go, brother, first.
0: Yeah, Jane, go ahead.
1: Uh, I want to thank the Lord for the week gone pay for all his blessings upon me and my family, upon this prayer group, upon all the spiritual brothers, fathers, and um, I want to thank the Lord for all the answered prayers, brother. Um, normally, uh, for the month of October, I gather some people around the Nagpur in a, near place, and we pray the Rosary. And so, last time, last month, when I gathered and we started to pray the Rosary, um, I made it a inter- intercession prayer. I took out some petitions, most uh, uh, that were needed, that was urgent, and uh, one of our, one of it was there. Um, there was some people who were in their late thirties who haven't got married, who are searching for partners. So I I took out many petitions and I made a prayer like of starting with Matthew 18 18 to 20. Whatever I bind on earth is bind on heavens, that one. And uh, (coughs) the agreement prayer, agreement scripture, two are gathered here. And then Isaiah 55, 10, 11. And then my petitions. And then I ended with, Father, I thank you that you have heard me and I know that you always hear me. And I prayed this prayer with the petitions for 31 days for the month of October and I got many prayers answered brother and Praise specifically, God. two of them are getting married next week.
0: Praise God, wow. That is immediate result. <laughs>
1: yes brother, yes, yes. within, <laughs> the, within the month, Yeah, within the month of October itself uh, they gave the testimony that uh, their children have got their uh, alliance, they have fixed and uh, one is getting married next November 20 and one January 4th. Oh, so I want to thank the Lord for the for all the answers. Prayer. I want to thank the Lord for teaching me how to pray, and so I am able to teach them. I taught them all the the members who came for the prayer for the rosary. I taught them the Isaiah 55, 11, how it works to uh, to to use them in their daily prayer to read the Bible when before it is liable to use it because I said to them uh, it is I I have used it I have seen miracles it is working for me it will work for you and uh God is the same God who. Who does wonders for me? He will do. He will do for you. He's the same. Hebrews thirteen eight. He's the same as today, yes. today and forever. Yes. And uh, so I thank the Lord for teaching me, brother, for the revelations, for understanding the word, and for, for enabling me to give it to others with the understanding.
0: Yes, praise God for that. Yes. And those who have received their blessings, their their miracles, make sure it doesn't end there for them. This is only the beginning. They need to explore that relationship with God and continue pressing into the word to know him more, come closer to him. This is only the start of their journey. So it's up to you to minister to them and make sure they continue there. Invite them to our sessions or let them even listen to the recordings whenever they get time, depending on they're in a different time zone, understandable. All our sessions get recorded, including rosaries, including divine mercy, and including the Friday Bible studies and the morning encounters. Let them receive those pearls from the word. And that's where the transformation keeps growing and growing and growing. We want to see that in every single person, including ourselves. Yeah, praise God. Thank you, brother. Yes. Who would like to go next?
2: Good evening, Brother Russell. Good evening. Uh, I'm Sharon from uh, Mumbai, but I'm employed in Oman. Yes. And I was gifted this prayer group by your brother Ryan. So, and and it has changed my life so much. I mean, I've I've learned a lot from the teachings. One thing I want to share today is. Uh, You know, sometime in January, I think the first week of January, when Brother Vivek took a teaching, he gave a verse for this year, that was Hebrews 10.23, which said, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful, you know, and, and that has become part of my daily prayer. In addition to that, another friend of mine, she gave me this verse from Isaiah 26.3. She said, you know, those of steadfast mind, keep in peace, in peace because they trust in you. Now, this was just January, and I didn't know what the Lord was preparing me for, but these two verses I held on, I think I'm still holding on to them. Sometime, uh, since we are employed in Oman, You know, we need uh, job visas to be here.
0: Yes, we do need job visas Uh, in in countries where we can't have that residency. Yes.
2: So, sorry, brother. It's okay. Sorry.
0: Thank you a lot for your grace upon this life. Let every gap in their life and their destiny be filled.
2: Yes. Whatever
0: challenges in the path of their ways, our Father, let those obstructions be removed. Let the path ahead of them be flattened. Your light illuminate that way. Your presence guide and hold the hand. Lead them across. We release our faith, Lord, together. Every single one of us, we come in agreement with that prayer and we release our faith because we believe we say amen. Let us raise that prayer together. Let this sister and her family be blessed.
2: Amen. Amen. In your
0: name, Jesus.
2: Amen. You know, brother, while these two promises were given to me in the beginning of January, sometime on 20th of January, my husband's company told that they will be laying off a lot of staff. And they started looking at list of uh, those employees where their visas were expiring by Uh, sometime in March and April and my husband Gleason is one of them and also with COVID you know the salary got reduced to half then to one-fourth and but it was okay we were managing God was providing for us for every need of us that Last year, even my son managed to get his admission process done and he went to Canada for further studies and it was only our Lord who made way for us through all this. But from... Since my husband said, okay, fine, God will make a way and we will, you know, we are standing on his word. He is a rock of all ages. He will take us through this. And then... the the company didn't want to give termination letters. So they started asking him for resignation. So Gleason had to put down his papers in March. And then somebody, one of his clients told him, would you like to join us? Now he was looking out for a job, but he wasn't finding. And suddenly this client comes and says, you know, we got an opening in our office. April, he exited the country. And in the month of May, that being a tours company, they bought him on a tourist visa. Until May end, they did not process the visa, and in beginning of June, they told them we'll do it in June. And it didn't happen. And then finally, this person says, "Oh, we are waiting. You know, it will happen. It will not happen." And then suddenly one day, he tells us he also told he didn't mention it initially. In the month of June, he told us, "Oh." you know, we don't pay salary all the months of the year. We pay only when the season is there, when there is business and uh, you won't be getting salary every month. So that was a shock for us because we took a big decision of sending our son for further studies to Canada. And we said, now what Lord, but our Lord is great. In, within this, within that week, Gleason got called from one of the companies that he had applied earlier. He attended the interview, was made an offer that was in mid-June. We went to India for our annual vacation and we returned in July, but we didn't hear from this company. So I again bought him on a visit visa here to Oman. From then till now, we were continuously following up with this company that made the offer. And... Some I don't know whether it, God was working in this, and you know maybe saving us from from some danger that we are not seeing there, and that's why there was so much of delay. But Isaiah forty five to the same prayer that you made just now, brother. The Lord says that I will go before you, and I will level the mountains. I will break the pieces of bronze. I will cut down through bars of iron. And, you know, last week, somebody called him from a company. He had the interview. That evening, they made an offer. Next day, they told him, can you join? And he he joined this week, just three days back. And they are processing his visa. And on Sunday, his visa is getting stamped, brother. So our Lord has wonderful plans for us. And thank you, Brother Vivek, for teaching me how to pray. I didn't know that. I, I really didn't know how to use scriptures. I didn't know how to stand on the promises of God. I didn't know how to herald the power of Isaiah 55. 11. So, so much, so much I have learned and I attributed to you. And the Holy Spirit is working mightily in my life. Because... Yes, yes, Brother Russell. I have been able to make so many small, small amends to my life, you know. I mean, so much, so much. Brother, if there is time, I would like to share one more thing, you know. Yes, I don't know from, from from young age, I was, I think, too addicted to watching fairy tales and and lots of these uh, cartoon things and all, and which continued and i used to you know sometimes i would justify even at home rather than watching any uh, uh you know like a english movie or hindi movie which now i can't even hear my my ears hurt i i say okay we we watch something like this but you know last year it was in november 21 2021 when one day during my prayer time, sometimes I tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you reveal to me those areas of life that I need to change. Only you, only you can, you, your, I say, Lord Jesus, your word is cleansing me. It's water, clean water that's cleansing me. So you tell me what areas of my life that need to be cleansed, and how to do it. And so many times the Lord speaks to me through his word. One day in the morning while I was sitting, you know, I was praying and I don't know why, but I thought, you know, the word jack and the beanstalk came to my mind. After some time, it was all these fairy tale names started coming to my mind. And I was wondering why, why is this happening? And I was then guided to a scripture in the book of Deuteronomy and then to uh, about, you know, saying and to the book of Daniel which said that you know that uh, while angel Gabriel was coming with an answer to Daniel's prayer it was in the second heaven where the spiritual warfare was taking place and I on that day really believe me I could not connect dots and whole day I was trying to figure it out why during prayer time all these names of all these movies were coming to my mind and uh It took me some time and I I did share with Ryan and then Ryan prayed with me and then he also gave me 1 Peter 14 and 15 and he said like obedient children you know do not be confirmed to the desires of this world instead he has called you to be holy so change your ways and don't you know uh, this thing I'm very thankful to Ryan for giving me helping me understand what it was but It wouldn't be possible if I hadn't been reading the word of God as guided by this prayer group. It has helped me, helped me, made a lot of changes. Today, when even something is, I can't watch TV, my ears hurt. Sometimes I tell my family, just please stop it. It's hurting. My ears ache, actually. But then I say, thank you, Holy Spirit, because it is your power working in me. It is your power working in me that I can't resist it. And praying in tongues, thank you, brother Vivek, where you said that praying in tongues is not restricted only to morning praying in tongues. It is something that we can do all day long. And yes, 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 thank you, thank you. And I was blessed with the gift of tongues last year. I just small occurrences. I can now say that my vocabulary has increased. And thank you, thank you for the mighty anointing. I'm. That is being passed on through this prayer group.
0: Thank you, God Father.
2: bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. In our lives, thank you so much.
0: Thank you, all Sister Sharon. One, one small. Yes, all glory to Jesus alone, not the preacher. Uh, the one small request, Sister Sharon, you've been through all these challenges through that visa and through uh, you know joblessness for your husband, and now he has been blessed with a job and a visa are you able to make a prayer of intercession for all others that are in a similar situation? Either they are jobless or they're in a country like this where they are jobless and don't have visas as well and are struggling. There are many brothers and sisters out there. Would you like to make that prayer for them? And then we'll all come in agreement with that prayer.
3: Yes, brother, yes. Go ahead. Yes, brother, just a minute.
4: Uh, this, prayer
0: is, this prayer is blessing many other people there. If you are praying for someone else along with her, make sure you're putting your Amen in the chat as well there and release that faith from your heart. Let that be a stirring in the spirit today. Yeah, go ahead, Sister
2: Abba Father, Abba, Father, Almighty God, we come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus, our Lord. Our Savior, our Redeemer, Abba Father, I thank you and I praise you and I glorify you for working so mightily, for working so wonderfully in our lives, for taking us through this journey and as your words said, you provided for all our needs, Abba Father. You didn't let anything go wrong, anything fall short in our lives. Yes, you are our shepherd, and we shall never lack anything. Lord God, today I bring forward the request of all those who went through a similar situation like us, of unemployment, of visa processes, especially in this Gulf country and everywhere, Lord Jesus. As you took us through this, as you answered our prayers through your word, Lord Jesus, you strengthen us. You put so many destiny helpers to, to guide us through, to take us to right places so that we could apply to, apply for jobs, for sending angels, dispatching angels ahead of us to clear our path, for letting regulations be changed in our favor. For us, earlier, a NOC was required, Lord Jesus, and yesterday we got to know that there is no NOC required from the previous employer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for working wonderfully and mightily in our lives. I bring forward the request of all those We're who are going through similar situation. Mm. Thank you, Abba Father, for hearing me, for always hearing me. And thank you for answering our prayers as we come in agreement in your name as children of God and your word in Matthew 18, 19, that says the two or three of us on earth agree anything and ask of you in the name of your son, Jesus, it will be ours, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Abba Father. I make this prayer in the glorious and mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Father, let your destiny help us and your angels be loosed over all of these lives that we have now remembered in this prayer. And let your name be glorified through the testimonies that come out of there in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Who else would like to share their testimony?
5: Praise, praise the Lord, Brother Russell.
0: Yes, praise God, Brother Newton. Uh, Welcome
5: yes, back. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm sorry, brother. I was not in the group for some many weeks. Today. And uh, I thank you for the message you sent me. Encouraged me a lot. And uh, I praise and thank Jesus for the great things he has done in my life. And I want to share my two testimonies, brother, what happened with me. Yes, go ahead. This was my wife, and she told me for the past two years, she her periods were stopped, and because of her age, and then she said all of a sudden one day, she, she was she went to bleeding, and the bleeding was continuously for one week, and she was very much scared. She came and told me, "I'm afraid it must be cancer. It must be something wrong in me that the bleeding is continually on." I do don't, don't worry, Jesus is with us and nothing to do negative, just believe in him because his word says in Isaiah 53, 5, by the stripes of Jesus, I am completely healed. And we kept reciting this verse. Then I told her, let's do one thing. Let's go to Taburashram for a, retreat, for a night vigil session. It was a night vigil and I said, we'll go there, bless the sacrament, exposition will be there, we'll go and we'll attend that vigil in the night. But that whole day, I was not well. And then I knew it was the work of the enemy not to go for me. But I said, anything happens, whatever, I'm not going, what I've decided is done. And I'm going to go for the night vigil. And one of my friends told me, I told the devil, you may do whatever, but my Jesus is in me, which is more stronger than the worldly spirit. I have the Holy Spirit in me, and I'm going to go there. And it came in the night, we all, I called a driver to go with my car. I said, well, the whole night session, I made those in the morning coming driving. And when we went there, the retreat wasn't there. And uh, the the watchman at the gate, he said, you're going to wrong information. There is no night vigil. It is next Saturday. And we reached there about two o'clock in the night. I stood at the Mm. gate and I prayed. I said, Lord, I'm coming to your place in this place. You're the same Jesus yesterday, today and forever. I told him, and I will never go empty handed, Lord. My wife has already received the healing and her bleeding has stopped in the name of Jesus. I'm taking this healing from this place and going back home. And I just didn't ask my wife anything. I was silent. The Holy Spirit told me, be silent and just come home. I heard a clear voice telling me. (laughs) be quiet and come home. I came home and the driver was driving the car so roughly so, and he was feeling sleepy. I said, Holy Spirit, you are with us. You are driving the car for me. The driver is just sitting in the car. He is, you are driving the car and he doesn't know what is happening because you are in him and you are driving the car. And I just shared a word of God with him. He was very, he wanted to hear the word. We had a safe drive back home by 3.30 in the morning. And after two days, the Holy Spirit told me to ask my wife. I asked her, is that bleeding still on in you? She told me the day we went to the ashram from that day.
0: Praise ble- God.
5: The bleeding has stopped. Praise God. She has ever total recovery. But, Brother Russell, I heard her Holy Spirit telling me, Your wife is healed. She is healed. The bleeding is stopped. She is healed. And I right. told her I was getting a very heavy pressure on me telling me she is healed. And when I asked you, you said yes. I praise and thank Jesus for this mighty miracle in her life. And then, second thing, Brother, happened that I have a bus with me. I have a business of pick and drop of children to school. And some days the steering of the bus was going on the left-hand side and I had to go for the wheel alignment to the garage. The garage man told me, all your four tires have been warped up, all four tires of the bus, and you have to change all the four tires. One tire is costing at 6100 So four tires will cost to 24000 And I was very much surprised at how this can be. I just came off from the place. I told him I'll come and meet you later. I took the word of God in Proverbs chapter three, verse five. I trust in the Lord with all my heart and I do not lean on my own understanding. I said, Lord, Holy Spirit, give me the understanding and knowledge and wisdom to know what to do and where shall I go? The Holy Spirit told, reminded me of a friend who had told me about a tire shop in the time of COVID when I'd been at the time of those days. And I went to that shop and I went and asked him, he said, don't worry, your only one tire is spoiled. Other two tires are all normal. Don't change. Only one tire has to change. Mm-hmm. It's of 24,000. I only spent it 6,100. So I thank the Holy Spirit for giving me this message, not to go to him, go to another place. And, that, and the Holy Spirit told me that fellow wanted to cheat you. Yes. But then I told Jesus, you are the head of my family. You are in my finance, Lord. You are in my family. You are in me. And this bus, Lord, what you gave me. I remember the prayer I said <clears throat> the day I got this bus. <clears throat> Sorry, brother. I, okay. said, Je- I said, Jesus, this bus is assembled from heaven and come to me. This bus is been managed. has been made with the hands of the Holy Spirit. This bus is not an ordinary bus. It has come to me from heaven and is a gift for me until today the lord is there guiding me what to do how to move i told him jesus when i take the children you are there to the power of your holy spirit in my bus until today and the holy spirit said no one is going to cheat you because i am there and i will not allow anything wrong i praise and thank jesus for this mighty things he does in my life all glory and praise to jesus brother
0: Yes, praise Amen. Jesus. there's only one verse that is coming to mind now, James four yeah. verse seven, submit yeah, to God, resist the devil and he shall flee from you in both these yeah, testimonies, yeah this is what Brother Newton has exactly done. Yeah, brother. that's that's our case study here. You see he's applied that we we it's it's not just enough for us to read scripture and then and I'll say, yeah, I've know the scripture now, but what would you do when you don't know that scripture? you look at all the testimonies we have heard so far three testimonies they are all based on the same line someone has found a scripture taken that applied it in their lives and you can see that they are seeing results that's the power of the word of god now that's that's what exactly what god the the formula that god gave us in genesis chapter 1 when he spoken word his spirit moves and you see outcomes but for that james 47 submit to god go ahead and resist the enemy speak do not remain silent speak
5: yes brother
0: yes praise god thank praise you brother, brother newton brother. for yeah, these one, powerful testimonies yes brother thank you, thank you brother. Yeah.
4: yeah who would like to go next uh, brother russell uh, this is ernie i just uh, yes
6: ernie like to... go ahead I like to um, uh, praise the Lord, yeah, just for for His uh, anointing in this. Uh, is the precious blood of Jesus upon every member of this holy uh, prayer group in Brisbane, and uh, He's done one and His works in our everyday lives. You know, for he, I, I, I like to. Thank him and put him first uh, throughout my um, life. Now I sort of like had to reshuffle the order and just put him first above all things. You know, for him, uh, I like to thank him for all my uh, the the gift and blessings for my family and how there was constantly my thoughts, my parents, and one and one my dad who was um, passed away i like uh, I like to um thank uh the lord for um, him for my parents for bringing me to the lord when we're as children taking us to church and for all our um uh the people who passed away in his are in his name and when we go to church they're all there to visit us in spirit they're all there. All the saints and with the, all the saints and angels and you know for by him you know all things are created are in heaven and on earth visible and invisible and thrones and dominions principalities powers and all things were created by him and for him so I like to thank uh, the Lord for his all his doings in our lives the 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 precious gift of his um of His Word, that's always in our hearts, and how we can apply it in Your teachings, that You give it the the knowledge and His wisdom. Is, is there even though we, at times, especially at work, we we're, we're sometimes um, I get all sort of like burdened with all our things, and uh, we don't know how to pray. We're completely lost. I like to thank, you know, the ability to uh just praying tongues and stuff like that and uh, his Word, and uh you get quickened in the spirit and uh it's you're more spiritual and less uh, materialistic before and uh your your whole being gets uh reju- rejuvenated very quick and uh he's our salvation and our refuge we can just go to it just like a little like a little uh child. And I just like to um, thank him for hearing, uh, to be quickened by his voice, and just follow it everywhere we go, and um, obey his commands at all time, and keep him as uh, for as long as we live. And I thank everyone. I thank if the blessings for this group and the teachings, and I just look forward, always forward to every week and every morning. The, the divine uh, chaplet, it is uh, so powerful. And i um, it's just my refuge and peace that he gives an assurance and the strength in his word. It's the quitting of the spirit in his living words. And um, I'd like to thank everyone for the blessings. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, brother, for that testimony. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who would like to go next?
3: Uh, Brother Russell, I would like to go next, please.
0: Yes, sure. Please go ahead.
3: Um, I want to thank the Lord for another beautiful day he has given us for good health and good cheer and working with the Lord and working through the Lord and for the Lord. I want to thank God for this Holy Spirit prayer group and all the good work that you guys are doing to keep it going. I want to thank the Holy Spirit for putting his wisdom and knowledge in all of you and in the entire Holy Spirit prayer group. You are watering the seed that Brother Johnson planted a couple of years ago, and I thank God for that because we need the watering continuously to keep us growing stronger and stronger day after day. I have sent the link to all my family and friends and told them to pass it on so more people are blessed. Uh, Claude and myself say the I confess every day in the morning and feel so empowered by God's word. And We are so thankful for that. It blesses our day and encourages us and makes us strong in the Lord.
4: Thank you, Jesus. And thank
3: you, Lord Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit, again for this wonderful, wonderful prayer group, this new, new power in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, the pray, Holy Spirit prayer group.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. It is he who draws people to himself. There is nothing that we can do to bring them unless he quickens them and brings them to himself. We just stand in that gap with him and serve in whatever capacity he wants us to. do. So praise God for all those warriors, just like Brother Vivek prayed as well earlier, for all those warriors that go out of their way to bless one person and bring them and give them that gift of the Holy Spirit. Let their lives be blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, who else would like to share that testimony next?
7: Yes, brother. Thank you, brother. Unceasing thanks. And praise to the Holy Trinity, Lord, for multiple blessings and miracles. Last to last Saturday, the Lord gave us the grace to go to uh, uh, Karjat for a retreat. And we were so blessed. Thank you, Jesus. And the next Saturday, I was able to do something which I was not able to do. The Lord had told me, don't procrastinate. And he sent the angels. He gave me the time. And within one hour's time, the work was done. And thank you, Lord, for releasing that angel with a flaming sword to help me with whatever the Lord has put in my way. Thank you, Lord. And today I was blessed with the presence of Father Amrut Fonseca. And he gave me blessed our house. He blessed me and Alan and I prayed for our families, my Godur family, mommy's house and my house. Thank you, Lord, for releasing so many angels and mercies and miracles. All glory to God. And thank you, all my brothers and sisters who are interceding for every family. Feel so blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.
8: Thank you, Lord. Thank Thank you, you,
0: Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let that barricade of your precious blood, the bloodline that we draw around this family and every other family that is part of this prayer group, Lord, let that be our protection, our hedge around each one so that the enemy cannot touch even a single hair on their head. They can't even come near. Let them be judged. Any force of wickedness that comes against that barricade, Father, by, of the blood of Jesus, let that force of wickedness be judged by the fire of heaven. In the name of Jesus and every human collaborator that works with that, everyone that digs a pit for each of these families, let them fall into it themselves. Let that judgment come upon them, Father. Let that wickedness be turned every arrow by day, every fiery arrow. Before it leaves that bowl, let it turn around back. We decree that in the name of Jesus. Amen.
7: Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who would like to share their testimony next?
9: Yeah, Russell, I'd like to go next. Yes, brother. Uh, thank and praise God for this wonderful prayer group that I'm part of and for the time that he gives me to preach the word and, and the mighty anointings that the Holy Spirit showers upon each and every one of us. Today, I just want to pray one prayer. Father, I covered this entire, the entire prayer group. So we are not physically present, but we are spiritually present and we are one in spirit. And the word that always comes to me is John 4, 24. True worshippers will worship the father and spirit and truth. Yes, and Lord, as we are spirit, we are spirit, Lord. We are spirit. We are not a body. We are spirit with a soul and we reside in a body. This is an earthly body that's connected to the physical realm. Whereas the spirit that is connected into the realm of the spirit. And we thank and praise you, Lord, and we cover each and every person here with the precious blood of Jesus. And we seal each and every person and their families in the holy name of Jesus. Thank and praise Amen, you, Lord. Amen, Lord. For such wonderful testimonies and miracles that you do in people's lives. I thank and praise you for the wonderful week on by putting, giving us food on our table, putting the breath in our nostrils today. How many of us are blessed who are alive you put an arm in there including me that we are alive today that's the amen. greatest amen. greatest blessing that i'm alive today and i can attend this prayer meeting i can listen to the teaching as a student and apply this teaching in my daily life the fact that i'm alive i can pray to the lord i can worship we thank and praise you lord yes lord we thank and praise you for your glory for your mercy which is ahead of your judgment. Yes, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. Because when the people of Nineveh were being destroyed, you sent Jonah, Lord. You were supposed to destroy Nineveh. That was your word that you destroy them. But the moment they repented with sackcloth and ashes, your merciful heart went ahead of your judgment, Lord. And you did not destroy Nineveh. It just shows that, Lord, your mercy is greater than even your judgment. It just yes, shows amen. that we cry out to you, Lord. We cry out to you. Even at the 11th hour, your mercy will take us through and say, yes, that is your love for us. That's why you gave Jesus to us. Thank you, Father. We Thank, thank you, you, Jesus. Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you run this group. You run these sessions. You bless Brother Russell today as he preaches the word and breaks the word, That people understand it and apply this word in their daily life. Yes, Father, you don't want people to listen to the word. You want people to be doers of the word. To take the word and apply it. Because listening to the word does not take us anywhere. It takes us from one year and it goes out of the other. But the ones who are infertile soil, remember the Lord gave me this one thing today when I was praying. He says, faith is an exercise. Faith is an exercise. It means every day we take the I confess boldly and speak out the scriptures into our daily life. And we thank the Lord and asking we bless our lives of prosperity. We bless the finances. We bless our relationships. We bless our health. We bless our prayer life. We bless the people that we are going to come in touch with. And we open our mouth and speak. The Lord said you can't break a thought with a thought. You can only break a thought with a spoken word. And that's the power a believer has in Isaiah 54, 17. You can condemn a tongue that arises up against you because that is a power that is given to every born-again believer in Christ Jesus. Thank and praise you, Lord, for this wonderful time and for this wonderful prayer group that I'm associated Excellent. with. Every yes, one Lord. of us Thank are you, one Jesus. family in spirit and truth. One family in spirit and truth. Put an amen if you believe that you're part of this family if it pains one, it pains all. If one is jobless, everyone will pray it so that the person gets a job. This group is blessed Lord. financially, you, Lord. blessed mightily in Amen. every aspect Amen. of life. I prophesy Amen. financial blessing. I prophesy Amen, relationships being restored. I prophesy Amen, the love that is out to come in your life, Lord, right now. And because Jesus Amen, is the Lord. agape love, the love of the cross without a condition. To come in our lives, Lord. I prophesy restoration of whatever is taken by the evil one to be restored hundredfold. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you and praise you, Lord. Thank you, As Brother taught us in, in 2 Corinthians 9 verses about sowing and reaping. We sow love where there's lack of love. We sow peace. We sow joy because that's where we get the abundance. I prophesy mighty blessings in our lives, just like in in Genesis twenty four one, where Genesis where Abraham was blessed in all things, not just finances, in every area of our life. And we said, anyone who blesses Abraham will be blessed. We choose to bless Abraham, and the entire generations will be blessed because that was a covenant that was made between Abraham and his descendants. Yes, Father, we yes, thank Lord. you that we are we a seed a of David, from Abraham, the seed of David. And yes, Lord, we are washed by the precious blood of the Lamb, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, thank, thank you, and Jesus. I praise you, Lord. Let this be a thank powerful you, session where the Lord himself reveals the word through Brother Russell. And amen. all who are blessed thank by, you, by this prayer, put an Amen so that you also claim that very prophecy. Amen.
4: Amen. Thank you,
9: Jesus.
0: Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother.
4: Yes, who would like to share their testimony next?
10: Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pour your precious blood on our minds, our thoughts, our actions, our body, the words that we speak as a hedge of protection around us and sealed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the breath of life, for keeping me alive today to attend the prayer meeting today. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be part of this Brisbane prayer group family. Thank you, Lord, for the word for your word and revelations that you give us. Thank you, Lord, for this entire week that has gone by. Thank you, Lord, for the miracles that you are working in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the victory over every battle that we face. Thank you, Lord, for the destiny helpers that you are bringing into our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunities that you're opening up at our workplaces. Thank you, Lord, for the financial blessings that you're giving us. Thank you, Lord, for the peace in our homes, our families, and for keeping us united together. Thank you, Lord, for restoring all broken relationships, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the grace and the strength to collectively fight the evil one. Thank you, Lord, for the food and the shelter in the abundance that you provide in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for our jobs that you have given us, for our workplaces, for our colleagues, Lord, that you have placed into our lives. Thank thank you, Lord, for the wisdom, Lord, that you fill our lives with wisdom and discernment. Thank Thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy that you give us unconditionally. Thank Thank you, Lord, for your favor that chases and overtakes me and my family and the full Brisbane prayer group. Thank you, thank you Lord. Lord, for your goodness that is chasing us, Lord. Yes, thank, thank you, Lord, Lord, for working for our good in every situation in our lives, Lord. Thank yes, you, Father. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Brother Samuel, for that testimony. And thank you, Lord, also for all those shut doors of barrenness that you opened today. Let there be a flood of testimonies. You know, all those families that have been raised up at your altar today. Thank you,
4: Jesus. Yes, who else would like to share their testimony?
8: Hello, brother. I would like to praise and thank the Lord for this week that has gone past by and for again bringing that joy into my life. Uh, I can feel the difference from last week to this week. And uh, I feel so powerful being in prayer with this Brisbane family of mine. The morning encounters have been so encouraging. And I just wait and wait for it. And even the rosary and waiting for the Friday uh, teachings. And today's uh, powerful prayer, uh, I, I can really feel that there's going to be a big breakthrough. Uh, and we have blessed many other families uh, sending the message around. And uh, I would also like to praise and thank the Lord. Because this week, with all the problems that I was having to, you know, again get back to work. Uh, I, If those who are in Australia, they know what is relief work. I was trying to apply for relief work. And uh, every time I was stuck with some of the other documents that I had to, you know, submit. And somehow, somehow, somewhere, Destiny Helpers came to my aid and everything was done. And today was the interview and everything has been ready. And from Monday, I, I got opportunities to get back to work. And praise God. I would like to praise and thank God for that. And I know he's going to guide me because... I feel very weak when, I, when it comes to driving. I like to only go to places that I know. But I know he is going to guide me. He's going to give me the grace to go to different places and you know break that fear of driving to unknown places. And I thank him for that and for all his blessings on me and for this Brisbane prayer group for always being with me and guiding me in the right direction. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And continue to make that prayer for others. Remember Luke 6, verse 38, it says, Give and it shall be given unto you. So what we want him to give us, we must first give to others. That's the whole purpose in this current topic that we are studying as well. Sowing the seed. The seed produces harvest. So when we give to others, we pray for others and we raise them up. He becomes interested in what our problems are then. He says, oh, you have the same problem as well, and you are praying for them. Now let me make it good in your life as well. That's exactly what we did when we asked Sister Sharon to pray earlier as well for others that are in that position of joblessness and visa challenges. Let us apply what we are learning through that word. That's when everything becomes beautiful. And Jesus said, I came in John 10, 10, I came that you might have abundance. He, the word himself, came that we might have abundance. And the only way to have it is like this. Find that word, pick it, sow it. When when that word is sown in fertile ground, then it produces rich harvest. That fertile ground is the believer, the heart of a believer who holds on to his faith. No matter the wind, no matter the clouds, no matter whatever the weather condition or season says, he holds on to his faith that seed will always produce the result. Heaven and earth shall pass away, his word shall not pass. We'll look at it in today's session as well. We'll, re, we'll, we'll touch back on that topic again. Praise God. Thank you, sister, for this testimony. We can take one more last Thank testimony. Brother, Is there anyone else? I
8: would also yes. like to add that during the week, whenever I fell a little low, I, I used to join the prayer tower that yeah. my sister Rashmi sent to me. The UK, yeah. they have a 24-7 prayer tower. And like all day I should just plug into that prayer tower and you know praying for everybody as what you said and I think those prayers have really helped me to complete whatever I had to do during the week and praise and thank the Lord for that
0: yes praise God now what you have learned from there share that lesson with others it is in giving that we receive praise God Thank you. thank you, Jesus. Yes, who else would like to share? We'll take one last testimony quickly and then we can go into today's teaching.
3: Brother Nasir.
0: Yes, Sister Nasir, go ahead.
1: Hi, I want to praise and thank God. My son was blessed with a job. I had put a prayer request of the Divine UK 24-7 prayer hours. And immediately after that, my son was blessed with a job. So I just want to praise and thank God for this gift of job for my son and for all the blessings that are showered upon me and my family for the breath of life
3: and for all the blessings I also want to thank the prayer warriors of Brisbane prayer group and all, and for the morning reflection thank you Jesus thank you Abba Father thank you Holy Spirit actually I
9: am
0: traveling
1: so there is a little disturbance I am sorry for all the disturbance thank you brother
0: sorry. praise God yeah now that your son has been blessed get him also introduced to the introduce him to the word and let him continue in that word do not let it stop there at that blessing That that to sister jane as well earlier but in general everyone that you are ministering to or praying for and when they receive their blessing explain to them how that has come and get them to continue in that word it's only when you continue in that word you maintain continuity in that otherwise you know it's like as there's a small candle put in a dark room, you see a lot of light that spreads around. But no sooner that candle is put out, the darkness is ever waiting to engulf it back. Don't let that candle in their life that you have lit, don't let it be extinguished. Keep it going.
3: Brother, Keep yes, feeding Thank it. Thank you, brother.
0: Yeah, Praise yes, God. You. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Praise God. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Yeah, brother, Savi, I think we'll get into today's session then in the interest of time so we can finish also on time quickly father as we begin today's session i cover and seal this entire session everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and everyone that will even pray with the recording that will study it lord we ask for your grace that makes all men see what you want them to see we ask for that grace to touch each of these lives today lord open our eyes to the truth to your light So that where the word of God is, where the spirit is, there is freedom, there is liberty, and there is transformation. Let that transformation happen here, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we herald the power in our spoken word as we speak his word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout. And providing seed for the seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So is my word. So will my word be, which goes out of my mouth. And it will not return to me void or useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So when we, as we start now, just a quick recap of what we've done in the last two sessions, we've started off with this very verse, Isaiah fifty-five verse ten and eleven. You can see that your word is like the rain and snow, and you provide seed to the sower and bread to the eater, and that's the whole basis of our topic here. We also touched upon uh, Matthew thirteen verses eighteen to twenty-three, which talks about how your word is that seed and that that seed can then produce harvest your spoken word when it aligns with what the will of God is that's 1 John 5 14 as well when we ask according to his will he hears us Uh, we looked at the law God gave Noah in Genesis 8 verse 22 where he established continuity in that cycle of seed time and then harvest as well and the earth is involved in it the earth realm So you can lose that earth realm from acting against your life. That's that's another revelation that the Lord just put on my heart. And you can bind the earth from, from collaborating with any form of wickedness as well. That is why your speaking is very important. It says, I give you the power, the keys to the kingdom of heaven, of binding and losing. Understand it, utilize it at the right time. We also then touched on uh, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10 where we've seen, which is exactly what this verse that we have on our screen, as well as talking about God is able to multiply our seed. Now that word multiply, there is the important one. You can sow one, but you will get 10 or 100. And you look at uh, many other places of the Bible, it talks about reaping a harvest, 100 fold, 60 fold, 30 fold. Multiplication. You see Isaac sowed Genesis 26. Isaac sowed. And he reaped a hundredfold when all around him there was famine. Sowing, multiplying, collecting your harvest. And and that that was spoke of uh, that harvest then provides seed for you to continue that process of sowing so that that law of Genesis 8.22 can continue there in your life. And then also providing for your consumption where all your needs are taken care of. So these two verses form the, the core of our topic here. And we also touched upon God wanting us to be givers. He wants us to operate out of love. We've just touched on that during our testimonies now as well. Luke 6.38 is the verse there. And uh, the primary reason for that is it eliminates some of the tendencies to sin or fall into pride as well. when we When we have that heart filled with love and the heart of a giver. And he wants to have wants us to have the mindset of an investor. We touched on an example there as well, not being just a saver, but an investor. You have that mindset, you invest in his kingdom, but he also then gives you revelation and understanding of how you can multiply your own seed. 2 Corinthians 9:10. He shows you how to multiply it. And we touched on being a blessing, which is out of that heart of a giver. You become that blessing to others. And that's primarily how this group is functioning and this prayer group is is surviving on, actually. What we learn, we share with others. Every single day you find a new scripture, you see it work in your life, don't keep it to yourself. Bless others with it. Give it out as a gift and tell them, them, show them, teach them the mechanism of how it works so that when they understand the mechanism and they then use it, they're not using it out of superstition. Oh, because a brother said by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, you are healed. So I'm going to do the same thing. No, give them the understanding. That's important because when they don't understand, they might get result, but it will be a fluke. It will be a one-off. But when you understand process, you can rinse, repeat, redo and get the same result of Again and again and again. Because you know exactly the pitfalls. You know how to avoid them. You know how it works. And you use it in that same way it is meant to work. And that's the whole point in John ten ten. Jesus said, I came that you might have abundance. It's us understanding that. That's where the word of God is important. And then you touch, we touched upon the the need for that seed to die. And then when it dies, God is able to give it a new body. And I've I've had some few requests on uh, expanding a little more on, on that aspect of it, how God is able to give a, a new body. So we'll touch on that in our session today as well. Uh, we go with that understanding, we move ahead. Remember, your word is what waters your life, the word of God when you speak it, and it can make it bud and flourish. Look at that verse that you have on your screen. I'm, I'm stressing on it again and again and again because that's the, the least, the very least of the seeds that you can sow. Your word can produce that same effect like the rain and the snow that come down from heaven.
4: Now the principle
0: to remember is in all of this teaching is everything in the kingdom of God is seed-based.
4: Everything spins around that law in Genesis 8, verse 22.
0: Now that seed can be in any form that you are sowing. But the thing to remember is you are sowing to bring spiritual truth into manifestation in the physical. You are calling the unseen into the seen. That spiritual truth which you know exists, that is eternal, that is unchangeable because it is written in the word, guaranteed and backed by the name above every other name. You are sowing that seed. Make sure you are holding on to that word. And if you do not know what word applies to your circumstance, find it in the word. Don't rest until you don't find it. Keep finding and then when you found it, you use it. It's just like in the parable Jesus spoke about. The man who found hidden treasure in that field. That's what he was trying to tell us.
4: Can you go away? Stick with that. And let it
0: produce that result, that abundance in your life. And that's how the, every, every believer in Christ is empowered to prosper with those blessings. The important thing for us to do is you don't just wait to sow when I'm in in trouble. Oh, my finances are struggling. Oh, my business failed. Oh, I do not have a job. Now I'm going to go and pray and sow a seed. No, no. You keep your relationship with God. You You cultivate a habit of sowing those seeds on a regular basis. We just touched upon it while Sister Vera was testifying there as well. Luke 6.38, that's exactly what this is. Give and it shall be given unto you. You don't wait when you are in in shortfall to start giving. A person who is a giver shall never lack. Because when you take that position, the Lord is your shepherd. You are following his. When his sheep is following his direction, they follow, they hear his voice and they follow him. He says, my sheep hear my voice. They know me and I know them, they follow me. When you are following his voice, you can't go wrong, you cannot get lost.
4: So now I want to touch upon that concept
0: of God transforming that seed. For that, we'll have to go into one, Brother Saiva, can you take us to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 38 to 45? And they will touch upon the spiritual aspect of resurrection that we see there. But then we will also look at another way of, of understanding the same thing. Now, remember when when you're looking at it and you're looking at it from the angle of sowing, remember that you are sowing to bring spiritual truth to manifest physical things and prosperity on earth.
10: Yes, Brother Xavier. But God gives it a body just as he planned. And to each kind of seed, a body of its own, Is given. All flesh is not the same. There is one kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are also heavenly bodies, sun, moon, and stars, and earthly bodies, humans, animals, and plants. But the glory and beauty of the heavenly is one kind and the glory of the earthly is another. There is a glory and beauty of the sun, another glory of the moon and yet another distinctive glory of the stars. And one star differs from another in glory and brilliance.
4: Yeah, keep going. So
10: so it is with the resurrection of the dead. The human body that is sown is perishable and mortal. It is raised imperishable and immortal. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in strength. It is sown a natural body, mortal, suited to earth. It is raised a spiritual body, immortal, suited to heaven. As surely as there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written in scripture. The first man, Adam, became a living soul, an individual. The last Adam, Christ, became a life-giving spirit, restoring the dead to life.
0: Now here key things I want you to to notice <clears throat> which is gone in the screen above now, he said there are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies. Now, I would like to look at that as spiritual and physical. And then when we look down here in verse 42 you see there's the human body that is sown, There is perishable form that is mortal and then there is an imperishable form that is immortal. That's what happens where where we're talking about salvation. You saw a body of sin, of bad habits, you go to a retreat somewhere. You go to a revival prayer meeting. Like we, we had Brother Johnson visit us here in Brisbane and we attended his session. That was that revival prayer meeting. We went there with a body of sin, with a body of shame, with a body of bad habits, with our failures. And then when that body is raised in the spirit, you receive freedom from those. Those of you who have had that born again experience can testify to this. You look at what happens when you receive salvation there. You came with something, but when you left, that habit left you irreversibly, permanently. Many got rid of the addiction to pornography, to sexual sin, to habits of stealing. Many got free from sickness, from disease, even life-threatening ones. You came there with that seed of all those weaknesses, perhaps even wickedness. in you, And then there was transformation. How many of you have had that kind of an experience when you went to a prayer meeting and you came back and you felt like, now we've seen that testimony here again. You can put an amen in the chat if you experience this. And we've seen that earlier when Sister Sharon was testifying as well. She said she enjoyed watching those particular TV programs. And when she had that transformation in her life, then she just couldn't do it anymore. There are many things that will leave us permanently irreversibly. Now you see, you sowed your body of failure and sin, you came back, you're the same you. I am the same me, the same Russell that came back from that session. But there were some things that were literally cut off from me and they were left there behind. So it's like the seed was one kind, but when I came back through that resurrection, through salvation, you got transformed into a new one. That's that God is able to give that seed, a new body. That's the concept there where through resurrection, there is that kind of transformation, that born again experience. And then when you look at Psalm 126, verse 6, can we go to Psalm 126, verse 6, brother, seven, Then we'll have to come back to this verse again later. But there's just one thing I want to touch upon there. Sowing in tears and reaping in joy. You went to that revival session crying, Lord, save me. If you, the God of heaven and earth does not save me, then who will save me? No one else can do anything about it. When you cried and you surrendered there, you experienced that transformation. That is what this verse here is talking about. When you wave those things, those sicknesses, those failures, that wickedness in your life that was threatening you, that had a noose tightened around your neck, when you wave it goodbye there, you insist on it, waving you goodbye back once and for all. That is what that born-again experience is. That is what that seed that was sown of one kind has produced the
10: harvest of a different kind. Yes, we'll you. He who goes back and forth weeping, carrying his bag of seed for planting, will indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing. His sheaves with Him. Yeah, the
0: sheaves is the collection of your harvest. What you sow in tears, you can reap in joy. So that is not only limited to that born-again experience, that is not only limited to resurrection, That is also can be extended to whatever it is that is causing you to be in those tears. Can we, brother, can we just go back to the previous screen and on that, uh, if we just press back at top in the browser, it should take you back, I think, there. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 43 now. This time we look at it from verse 43 onwards. It's the same that Brother Saviour read earlier, but now I'd like to, you to look at it from this angle of one kind of seed being sown there in all your limitation, weakness, and then reaping a harvest of a different kind. The important thing to remember there is God is able to give it a
4: new body. Yes, Brother Saviour, verse 43.
10: It is sown In dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in strength. Yeah, verse 44 as well, sorry. It it is sown a natural body, mortal, suited to earth. It is raised a spiritual body, immortal, suited to heaven. As surely as there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body.
0: So look at what it is saying there. You Now remember that sowing in tears, reaping in joy, what we just saw just now. Psalm 126. Sowing dishonor in tears, being raised to honor in joy. He's taken your shame away. You're sowing your weakness. That could be a joblessness, could be a poverty, it could be a sickness. Could be any situation that is causing you to be in trouble. You saw that as a body, as a natural body, verse 44. See, that is mortal, that is suited to earth and its earthly ways, the ways of sin. That's what we've just been discussing when you went to that kind of a revival meeting. You sowed it with all those limitations there and it is raised up a new body in the spirit which is now not uh, so inclined or not inclined to the ways of what it used to be in the past. But it is now raised up a spiritually activated quickened body. The glory of God covering you there. That's that's what uh, the next verse 45 talks about. Adam became a living soul. He was mortal but then he was born with that, when, when God created him, God covered him in his glory. But when he sinned, that glory was stripped of him and then he became mortal. But that same glory of eternal life is now being restored to us through salvation, through the works of Jesus on the cross. That is what this is about. Jesus became a life-giving or a quickening spirit for us. The Bible says, heaven and earth shall pass away. So your old heaven and your old earth, your old spiritual environment, your old spiritual circumstances and your old earth, your old physical circumstances can pass away. And you look at the book of Revelations, it says the new heaven and the new earth are here. That transformation can be done there in whatever circumstance you are in. Your old season of suffering or pain, your problems can pass away And that new environment of freedom from that can be brought in when you sow. But that sowing now is tied to priesthood. Sowing, just sowing the seed without that priesthood is not going to bring. Now, what is priesthood? We touched upon that. You are 1 Peter 2 9. You are. A royal priesthood, we touched on that in our morning encounters last week. You can go back to the recordings that are available on our podcast channel or on YouTube and you can listen to that again. But the key essence, the key points there is when you talk about priesthood, you talk about worship, that relationship with God, you talk about sacrifice and you talk about intercession. The sowing of your seed here is that sacrifice, but you have to tie and connect it with your priesthood. So the worship part is you keep your relationship with him, which is why I said you don't just sow when you are in need. You maintain that habit of sowing. You keep your relationship with God at the same time. So that then when you sow, when you offer that sacrifice and you say, Lord, you said, I am your royal priesthood. Out of that relationship with you now, out of my priesthood there, I'm going to offer this sacrifice. I'm sowing that seed. And because it's a sacrifice, that seed will die. You are sacrificed. Unless a grain of wheat dies and falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone one grain. But as soon as it is, it dies, then it produces a harvest multiple fold. You have to let it die. That dying happens through that sacrifice. When you offer it as a sacrifice through your priesthood, the third part of that priesthood is the intercession where you raise that prayer upon that seed. And you say, Lord, I have sown it and I believe Malachi 3, verse 10, 11, 12. You said you shall open the floodgates of heaven with that confidence because that word shall not pass away even if the old heaven and earth passes away. I hold on to it in faith. That is how you are exercising your priesthood. And then when we go back to this verse here, in these verses in 1 Corinthians 15, we see God is able to give it a new body. Is that verse 40? Can we scroll a little up, Brother Sawyer?
4: There's one place where it says God is able to give it a new body. Or is it further down in resurrection, maybe?
0: Maybe open it in this is amplified version. Open it in King James version. Sure. I just
4: have a quick look in my Bible as well. Uh, it's verse 38. God is able to give it a body
0: as. It pleases him. So you can come with shame and you can go back free from that shame. That is where your priesthood comes in that brings or causes him to make that transformation in what you are sowing there. So that when you sow an apple, you can get a mango. Essentially, that's what it is. You go against the laws of the earth. The laws of the earth are, you sow a mango, you get a mango. Every seed produces food, fruit after its own kind. That is how he programmed them in Genesis chapter 1. From Genesis 1:11. But here you see he's, he's changing that whole concept there. And he's saying, it says he is able to give it a new body. And that is what you are then going to use to sow one kind of seed, but reap a different kind of fruit. You can sow everything that has caused you tears, and you can reap something that will bring you joy. I hope you are able to understand this because when you get this and you understand the fact that everything in life has a seed sowing and harvest reaping kind of concept, then this is how you can, you know, this was what you can use in your prayer life. This becomes your system of advantage, where in whatever circumstance you are faced in, You look at, okay, what can I do about it now? You use spiritual intelligence there. That is what brings the kind of abundance that John 10.10 talks about. Jesus came to give that spiritual abundance. That is why this word is your key, your important, your your operating instructions, the operating manual for our human life. Now, let's look at a few types of seeds that you can sow. The first one, as we've already seen, is your word, your spoken word. It is capable of bringing transformation, not only in your current circumstances, but securing your future as well. You can sow seeds. That is why cultivating that habit of sowing seeds is important. You don't wait till I need to get into university next month. So which university am I going to apply a lot? What grades should I have got? You don't do that. You start planning on those grades early. You sow the required seeds early. It's the same way. You sow into your future. If I want something that should come to me at the right time, I start sowing it early. And the other important thing there is you can command your mornings. We see that in Job 38, verse 12. In case you have not noticed it, Brother Saviour, can we go to Job 38, verse 12? I'd like us to see that. And God is asking um, Job that as a question there. But when you look at it, if God is saying, have you commanded your mornings? What does it mean? It means that you can, you have the ability to command your morning. You can speak success. You can speak success not only today, you can speak success into your future, but at the same time, you can also speak exemption. Exemption from all kinds of troubles, all kinds of accidents, all kinds of wickedness. And we cover that very thing in our morning prayer every Sunday when we pray against all kinds of physical calamities there and spiritual attacks as well, covering with the blood of Jesus. See, so look at that verse that's on your screen there. Since your days began, have you ever commanded the morning and caused the dawn to know its place so that light may take hold of the corners of the earth and shake the wickedness out of it? This is what you can do with your word. That light is the revelation that God is pouring into your heart. The scripture that he has put into your heart, what you have received in revelation and you understand it. Now, you use that in your command. So that whatever you have spoken there takes hold of all the corners of your situation, your circumstance. And then what can it do? It can shake out the wickedness from it. Have you commanded your day today? Have you commanded your week ahead? Have you commanded the next month and the next 12 months? The next five years? Who stops you? It is your word. And it is written in the word of God. That's your seed. If you are not sowing that seed, that grain remains one single grain. Sow it, let it die and let it produce its harvest. Don't hold on to it. What you speak in the morning then, in your place of prayer, when you command, that is what decides the tone of your day. That is what decides what will happen through the rest of your day. Speak, don't remain silent. Your first kind of seed. The second kind of seed is your money. We can offer it as tithes and offerings. That's what the Bible normally talks about. But now here you can tie it as a seed to any kind of problem. We have seen there, God is able to give that seed a different body. So it has a shame. Exercise your priesthood or go to another priest. Someone else who can pray with you and accept it on God's behalf and say, yes, Father, as your priest, I accept it. So you can do it. You can go to others, go to your church. Offer it there and say, make your prayer.
4: Let that seed die. Then
0: you're able to convert that seed into a harvest. A third type of seed. Now the reason why I'm going through this is there are different types. You need to have that discernment to see the different kinds of seeds that are available to you that come across. They come as opportunities. and If you can identify and discern that opportunity, you use it, you sow it, and you're able to reap a harvest. Whatever you sow, you must reap. If you sow, you cannot not reap. That is the law. See Hebrews 7 verse 7. Brother Xavier, can we quickly look at Hebrews
4: 7 verse 7? He talks about Honour.
10: Yet, it is beyond all dispute that the lesser person is always blessed by the greater one.
0: See, it is beyond all dispute, the Bible says. That means there is no doubt, no question of it. A greater one is someone who has that skills, who has that uh, luxury, who has that all those abilities in, your li- in their life that you are desiring. If you are looking for a kind of job, that greater one is the one that is already in that job doing something. If you want to be a great cook, you want to learn uh, to be a good cook there. A greater one is the one who is already a good cook. You sow honor into their lives. You find someone that already has what you want. The kind of skill, the kind of ability, the kind of grace upon their life, the blessings of God. You find someone who is financially successful, you sow into their life. You can sow honor This is not about sowing money now. This is sowing honor. You honor them for the grace of God that is upon their life. This is not going into worshiping that person. But you are praising God for what gift he has placed upon their life. And you actually honor them. You congratulate them. You bless them. You say, Lord, I thank you that you have blessed their life. That honor can be a gift. It can be a service. It can be kind words. It can be good actions. It can be anything. Beyond all dispute, in you, then the lesser person will be blessed by the honor that has been bestowed upon that other person. We are able to sow into that honor. The fourth one is shame, reproach, pain, suffering, all our limitations, our weakness. We have seen that earlier. I won't really go too much into it because that, that is what 126 verse 6 was all about. Sowing all of that in tears, letting that shame and that suffering be cut off from your life. So that then when it is resurrected, God is able to give it a new body, a new body of honor, a new body of health, a new body of well-being, a new body that is freedom from a new life, essentially a new spiritual environment that is free from all of those kinds of limitations.
4: The fifth one is
0: repentance. You can also show repentance. And that you are sowing directly to God. When you go to him in surrender and you repent,
4: he converts it into forgiveness.
0: And he says, go, I remember your sins no more. I cast them behind my back. So you can sow that repentance there. You can also sow deeds of righteousness in the likewise way. That is similar to honor. And these kind of seeds like righteousness and honor are seeds that you can use as currency in the spirit. Faith is another such currency. And the Bible says in in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 6, when you have scattered your gifts to the poor, then your righteousness remains forever. The Bible also says in another place, he who gives to the poor has lent to the Lord. Now the Lord will always pay back But he will not just pay back what you lent him. He will multiply it. He doesn't have any other mathematical operator there. He does not have addition or subtraction or division. He only has multiplication.
4: God is able to give your seed a new body.
0: If you can identify that seed, then you will know exactly what to sow depending on your circumstance and you can reap that harvest. Uh, I'd like to just quickly summarize what we've covered in these last three sessions all together so far. The quick takeaways from there, the first one was be a giver. Why? Because it is God's nature. That's how he wants you to be. He created you in his likeness and image. He wants you to be like him. He gave of everything. He even gave of Jesus. He bankrupted heaven and earth. Psalm 24 says everything belonged to him. He said, I'm willing to give everything, the greatest possession, Jesus himself. Why? So that me, this person, you can be saved. That you will not go into death, you will
4: not go into hell. He wants us to be like him,
0: be a giver. And when you're giving, then sowing and reaping as that, make sure you are giving off your first part of your crop not your pocket change that is left at the end after you have paid all your bills, after you have had all your enjoyments, all those dinners out in the expensive restaurants and say, Lord, there are two that are left at the end. I'll just drop those into the box.
4: We are not honoring him in that way
0: by giving what is left. Whom do you generally give pocket change to at the end? You know very well. It's the beggar and the traffic signal.
4: Is that how you see your God? And then the next one is when you
0: commit to sow. You must remember that God will also commit to bless your finances. Malachi three verse ten. You hold on to that promise. You say, hey, "Lord, you said, you said, test me in this. I don't want to test you, but I believe on that word." When He says, "Test me on this," means. It is beyond doubt. That is the only place in the Bible where he says, test me. The fourth thing, then the fourth uh, takeaway is, remember that you are being blessed to be a blessing. That blessing that he gives upon you is not for you to retain to yourself. If you are receiving a revelation also today, that is not for you to retain to yourself. Use that revelation as a seed. Sow it into other lives that they can produce that harvest. God sowed Jesus and he got us as the harvest. Christianity as we know it today, all around the world, that one seed, single grain of wheat that dies. If it were not to die, if he were to escape before going to the cross and not say, Lord, Father, thy will be done. Nevertheless, thy will be done. If that seed had to escape, he would not reap that harvest, what we are enjoying today. Think about it. That's what your one seed can do.
4: You are blessed to be a blessing. Blessing to the kingdom.
0: Number five, we have seen that in our first part, God is training you to be a manager. He made us stewards of his creation. we live in a lot of ignorance so he says okay let's put them through management school that's what this bible is all about putting us through that management school to be better managers and jesus says well if you didn't understand it i came that you might have that abundance so look at the example that i am setting you do as i did the word he the word himself lived that word so that we follow that same example of how the word lived his lived the very word that is written here, the will of God, the operating instruction and said, do as I do, you will get the same result. That is what his life on earth is all about. And is recorded for us to say, oh, okay, if he, he stepped there, I must also step in the same way. He spoke these words, I'm going to speak it in the same way he spoke it now. Not with superstition, but understanding it. He's training you to be a manager of all the resources he has given you. And until you become a good manager of those resources that he wants to give you, you will not get those resources. Let's look at it in a simple example. Let's say you have a credit card with a huge available balance on it. If you have a child that is not particularly sensitive to being careful about how he spends And if you've got, say, $1 million on that card available, just as an example, will you give that card to a child who is likely to waste? Think about it as a parent. What would you do? So what makes you think God will give you that kind of a resource if he does not or does not feel confident that you will manage it well? As a good parent, we want that person to spend that child to spend responsibly maybe even invest and make sure they're not wasting it when they understand that value then giving them 1 million or 10 million will not shake you will not scare you because you know that they will only sow they will multiply it and they will make good use of it and enjoy a good life themselves as well that is what the sowing multiplying seed for the sow and bread for the eater is about pushing you through that same management school So what does he do? He wets us by even giving us the process and then checking how consistent we are. He gives you different processes for that. But then he checks how consistent are you with it? Are you consistent and diligent and honest in your tithing, in your giving, in your forgiving, in your blessing, in your intercession, in your praying for others, in all kinds of seed that you are sowing? And he says, okay, now they are consistent. I must bless that seed. Let me give it a new body according to how I think it should be. Then you lay hands on people and you see that they are getting blessed. And you wonder, where did that come from? He gave that prayer, your seed, a new body. There are healings, there are signs, there are wonders, there are miracles, There's financial blessings on you and on others as well. That's what he's looking for. Good managers, good stewards. When he said, let them have dominion in Genesis 1 verse 28. Those are the kind that will have that dominion. And lastly, remember that the power, again, the power of your words. Seed for the sower, bread for the eater. You command your morning. You speak your provision, you obtain your solution through that revelation for immediate relief, but you also speak it into the future. Now, whatever you are speaking into the future will go there and wait for you until you become this good manager. You say, Lord, I want to be a successful businessman, but the Lord is saying, as you stand today, you do not have the required technical knowledge or the skill set or the finances or whatever else is shortfall in your in your current circumstances. He says, Okay, let's park that blessing there for that day when you achieve all of this. If you say, Lord, I want to work as an engineer, uh, but right now I'm only a student. He says, Okay, let's park that job there and wait for it. Go through your university, fulfill your education, and then when need- he says now you have ticked the requirement now you have become the required manager that i'm looking for there now you can responsibly manage it essentially what that means is you need to build on your capabilities the soul of the diligent one shall be made fat proverbs 14 i think it is same way there is Uh, Proverbs 22 verse 29. Do you see a man who is diligent in his works? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men who shall cheat him, trample on him and press him down. He shall stand before kings who shall honor him, who shall bless him. You become that diligent one, that good manager. You can sow that seed into the future. It goes there and waits for you now. When you know that concept of being able to sow into your future, what seed will you not sow? up to you it's your word the word of God is filled with promises with prophecies and with these kind of principles you pick those promises you pick those prophecies and said Lord you said this about me I know what I'm reading now it is about my life I speak that as a seed into my future command your morning command your next week your next month
4: your next year It does feel exciting, isn't it? Go with that understanding of your life and stop speaking negative words.
0: Now, the words that you speak over your family, over your life, we say, I cover my family in the precious blood of Jesus. And then you speak other things about your family. Remember, that is warfare, weapons of warfare that you are speaking over them. And they can also go into the future and wait. So when there is spiritual attack, you have spoken this hedge of protection in advance already. Do you see the value now in speaking that covering your family with the blood of Jesus every day? you sowing that seed there. Do not be silent. Do not take it casually. Do not say, I live one day at a time, so we'll see tomorrow morning what happens tomorrow. No. Be very intentional. Be that smart manager, that steward who thinks forward. When God said, let them have dominion, this is your dominion. You don't wait for surprises. You surprise the enemy. So that when the enemy attacks, it's like, oh, these people are already prepared. They know what to do. These people have the discernment. They've picked up that the enemy is coming from far off. They can see it. That is what the word of God and the moving of his spirit should do in your life.
4: Live that transformed life.
0: Every believer is empowered to prosper by cultivating that habit of sowing seeds. But remember now Matthew 6 verse 8 says God already knows your needs and this is before the Lord taught us his prayer. Matthew 6 verse 8 says God already knows what you already need. So am I only going to go to him with my need or what should I do? Remember the priesthood that we spoke about worship plus intercession plus sacrifice. You focus on the worship, the relationship and you keep on sowing. God already knows your needs, but when the relationship is strong and you are interceding for others, then he becomes interested in, well, what can I do for them now? They are doing so much. What can I do for them? That is your God. Make sure your relationship with him is in a good stead. If that relationship doesn't exist, you can keep on sowing. He would be like, I never really knew you. And you'd say, Lord, we prayed for so many people. We did this. We sowed seeds of intercession everywhere. He'd be like, I never really knew you. That's what his Bible says. Who are you? Do you see the difference between then getting results and not getting results? That sowing of the seed, the seed just dying and not producing anything, and versus a seed dying and producing difference. It's that relationship. Keep that habit of cultivating, but more importantly, keep the relationship growing. And the relationship can only grow when you know him more. When you know a person more, you come closer to them. That's how strangers become acquaintances. Acquaintances become friends. Friends become close relatives and family. That relationship gets stronger. The Bible says there is a friend who is closer than a brother in the book of Proverbs. It's a
4: relationship. And those
0: relationships can often open a whole lot of shut doors as well. What did you do? You sowed into that relationship. Make sure you're keeping that good relationship with God. I'd like us to look quickly at the verses in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 1 to 3. Brothers us have Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 1 to 3 and keep it in Amplified Version only what you've got up there.
4: Look at what the Lord is saying there. Guard your steps
10: and focus on what you are doing as you go to the house of God and draw near to listen, rather than to offer the careless or irreverent sacrifice of fools. For they are too ignorant to know they are doing evil. Do not be hasty with your mouth, speaking careless words or vows or impulsive in thought to bring up a matter before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. For the dream comes through much effort and the voice of the fool through many words. I hope that
4: message is clear. That is his word.
0: He's saying, be on guard. Do not make, look at that second line there, careless and irreverent sacrifices. That is why that relationship is key. Otherwise, you will offer out of ignorance and more often than not, it can become idol worship because we are actually thinking something else. It is also superstition then. Be very careful in that. We have to build our relationship. Now in all our sowing and in our reaping here, the main thing is understand what is your goal and what is the medium. Is getting that blessing your goal and you are using God as a medium for it? Or is God your goal? Is Jesus your goal? And that blessings are a medium for you to draw closer to him. Understand the difference there. It's only when you understand that difference and you then focus on that relationship and then for all those blessings that you are receiving, there can only be gratitude filled in your heart. That is what you want to go to him with. That is what strengthens your relationship. That is what keeps you humble and submitted to him. Surrendered and say, Lord, you have given me more than I expected. I am alive today. It's recognizing those thousands of blessings that he has poured into our life without us even asking. The very fact that we are alive today and we wake up tomorrow morning again and say, oh, I'm still alive. Did you ask for it yesterday before you slept? Not necessarily. Yet he said, no, I'm not going to take it away.
4: I still love you as my child.
0: And then you see that next line that says, do not carelessly speak. Do not just hastily make vows. Many times we look at, Lord, I'll give you this, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. It is just giving with the hope of receiving some benefit, give and take. Let us rise above that. Recognize what is your goal and what is your medium. How you are going to use that in that relationship there. That is what decides what your harvest can look like. God is able to give your seed a new body as pleases him. Focus on that relationship. And then that has to be a decision triggered by a man that is, or a person that is born again in the spirit. It has to come from your spirit. Remember, if it comes from the flesh, it only comes out of lust, greed for gain. If it comes from the spirit, it comes from out of love. As a giver. That seed then sown in sacrifice with the prayer made by you in the spirit. That's your priesthood connecting to it. That then gives you the outcomes. When you understand that we say when we pray in the spirit using gift of tongues as well. That's what you are doing. You are sowing that seed in the spirit and interceding there as a priest. On behalf of the person you are praying for. You are offering that sacrifice of prayer out of your relationship with God and saying, "God, I want you to bless them. So when you make that decision there, it has to be immediately triggered by your act of obedience. When you make that decision to sow, you, you don't delay. Your act of obedience has to follow up immediately faith in action. Don't look at what others are doing. Do it because you are doing it from the spirit. You are doing it with that understanding. You are giving it out of gratitude in your heart and and, and out of a nature that is one of a giver. Not out of pressure of, oh, that brother's tithing, so I must tithe as well. Or it could be the opposite as well. The others don't go to church, so nothing's happening to them. Why should I? I've got nothing to do with God and they are still good, so should I? Should I be wasting my time? Those are your individual choices that you've got to stand with. You will hear a lot of comments from different people. Ultimately, you look into your own spirit and see, what is God telling me today? What do I want to do? Am I going to give it out of greed, thinking that God will multiply that seed and give me so I shall be rich? Am I going to think like a businessman? Or am I going to think like a spiritual investor?
4: have that mindset.
0: It is important to identify the seed. Now today in conclusion, I want to conclude with a hymn or a prayer that we have, I shall stop Brother Savio's screen and I'll share my screen. A hymn or a prayer that we have all been singing all our life, many of us. Are you able to see my screen that says Saint Francis of Assisi's peace prayer? Can someone please type Amen? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm going to read that out. See if you can identify seeds in there. Lord, make me a channel of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow. Let me sow. Let me sow love. The seed that removes hatred out of there. God is able to give that hatred a new body. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Not only in your lives and others, you can stand in the gap and intercede. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, Two kind words that will bring joy,
4: that will bring peace, that
0: will make them feel like they have been heard and a burden of their shoulder taken, sharing in that. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. Let me be the giver, not the taker or the receiving end. To be understood as to understand, let me be a blessing to others. To be loved as to love. Why? For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying as that one grain that we are born to eternal life. Next time when you pray this prayer or sing this hymn in church, you look at it from that angle as that seed and say, Lord, I thank you. You have taught me something new. When I looked at this and he showed me this Holy Spirit, I have sung this for years, up until two days ago. And it never occurred to me from this angle. We kept saying, let me sow love and we sing it. And he said, Underline that word sow there. What are you now going to do? Seed and outcome. Look at seed. Look at outcome. What are you going to sow? I hope it is blessing everyone. And with that, we'll end today's session. Look for these kind. Carry that discernment. Ask for the grace of discernment. Lord, we ask for that grace today. Let's just make it a press right away. We ask for that grace of discernment, Father. Open our eyes to see what you are showing us. So that when you show us those opportunities, those seeds that lie before us in every circumstance, help us pick them, Lord. Carry that bag of seed and stand in the gap with our royal priesthood that you have bestowed upon us by placing your spirit within us, your tabernacle you have made within us so that our body is now the temple and we are the priest in that temple. We connect with you in the spirit as one spirit because you said true worshippers shall worship in spirit and in truth, using the truth, using the word. And then we stand on that priesthood and we sow that seed that you have shown us through that grace of discernment, Father. So that then that seed brings a harvest, brings abundance. We ask for that edification in our spirit, that understanding, that revelation and the wisdom to apply it in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Because we believe, we receive that grace, Lord, and we say, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I hope this session, this, this series as such has blessed you. You can go back and listen to the recordings as well and, and pray for new revelations there. Lord, teach me something new so that when I look at it, how can I then apply it in my personal life the next time? when. When I look at my new day, when I am able to speak into all kinds of circumstances that are not even come into my life yet. Let's make our lives a lot more powerful than what it is today. You cannot live in vulnerability anymore. That is not what God programmed you when He to be when he made you. He said, when he created man in Genesis 1, was 26, two verses later in 28, you see, he said, let them have dominion. That was his plan for you. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 points to this plan. He wants you to achieve that plan. Find the way. If it is not currently active in your life, find the way. Where is it in the word that is written? How I can live in that dominion and abundance? Keep searching. Find that revelation. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you. Apply it in your lives. God bless you. Have a great weekend ahead, everyone, and have a good night. Thank you.
10: Thank you, Brother Vasily.